This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, good evening. Happy Saturday to some. The weekend just getting started. We've got two NFL games tomorrow and two on Sunday. And to get used to the NFL on Saturday. And then, uh, you know, you're going to have that one day. Just two on Sunday, and then you're going to have a weekend where there's nothing. And then you're going to have the Super Bowl. And then you're going to have, oh, you're going to maybe get into the USFL-XFL merger. You won't. I will. Uh, and then we're going to wait for training camp, and we're almost done. There's only seven, seven NFL games left. There's only seven more games we get to watch. That sucks. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's get to Dave in Miami. Hello, Dave. I'm back, brother. All right. What? It's I'm like sorry, you never Dave. left. I'm sorry that I spoke out of turn, but I was having a bad day. But um, everybody deserves a little pass. You got yours. Anyway. <laughs> What's up, Dave? So, um, what I wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was um, Mahomes. And he, he's had a lucky season because um, he's only one receiver and he's still doing his thing. Uh, with that, I just want to share a quote from Lefty Gomez. Dave, you sound like you got a lot going on right now. No, no I'm good, man. I'm good. It's just um, I hear a lot of I hear a lot of noises that aren't Dave. Yeah, someone's seatbelt's not on. That's what that sounds like. I hear like. a seatbelt. I heard a wrestling through a junk drawer. A junk drawer. No, Some, man, there's, there's, it's, it sounds like you're playing the drums. Yeah, but I'm too, sh- all right, anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, I just want to share a quote with, our, with my Lefty Gomez. His quote was, it's better to be lucky than good. And I think that's what's going on with Mahomes. Have a good night. And I hope to hear from you again. Thank you. So like overall, we're saying Mahomes is lucky and not good. I would disagree. I don't know that I have to say more than that. I'd. I think that there's been luck. I mean, I did last week kind of make the argument that Brady was lucky a lot. So, I mean, there's always there's always luck. But you know what? You know what? Good luck. You have to be, what is the quote? Good luck comes to those that are already good. And then it seems like luck because you've put yourself in good positions to benefit from the luck. There's a much more concise version of that quote. But I will look it up. But there's a good quote on that. Let's talk to Chris in California. What's up, Chris? 
Hey, Bart, what's going on, man? What's up, Chris? Hey, any relation to the Fonz? Um, this will be the last time I entertain this question, <laughs> but no. Oh, so, so I guess you get that a lot, huh? All right. Did, do, you, I, do you think you do you think that I don't? Did you think happy you were the? Days, <laughs> Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Um, do you Sorry, now that show was based in Milwaukee, so it works even on another level. <laughs> we have sorry, a we have a statue downtown Milwaukee, a bronze statue of Henry Winkler. We call it the Bronze Fonz. It's downtown on one of the bridges. <laughs> anyway, I like listening to you, man. You're very entertaining, but I would like to give you my two cents. Um, hopefully, everyone listening takes it into consideration. Hopefully, Howie and Jeffrey take it into consideration. Dude, Jalen Hurts ain't the dude, man. He ain't it. You made a mistake by giving this man $255 million. Um, let, let me tell you this. He had, an out, he had an outing with his best friend. Even though he was hurt, he could have still went to the game and supported the team. A.J. Brown was out. He's like, I'm out of here. So guess yeah, what, 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 what happened? What, what, what happened? So what We're, happened was, in my opinion, what I'm, my theory is, they got comfortable. AJ uh, Jalen Hurts got comfortable. He got paid. He went to the Super Bowl. He thought he could do something this following year. He got comfortable. He thought he could take uh, some of the plays and ad lib and you know whatever. Who's no one's in the huddle besides the players, the eleven players that are in the huddle, and everybody has to listen to Jalen Hurts. So if the play call comes in in his helmet, the only person that can hear it is, uh, is Jalen Hurts. So he's over there communicating what his boy. His homie, his childhood friend, Brian Johnson, they're doing something behind Nick Sirianni's back. And A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts thinking they, you know, playing backyard football like, you know, that's their squad, that's their team. And it didn't work out. You know, they got figured out. It doesn't work that way. So my point is, A.J. Brown probably wants out. It's a good idea for him to get out. So send A.J. Brown to Pittsburgh. Go ahead and clean up that wide receiver core and send Kenny Pickett over to Philly because boys from Philly. You want Pickett over, you want Pickett over Hertz? He wants to be an Eagle. He's from Philadelphia. He was an Eagles fan. Brian Johnson went over during his pro day, took him out to lunch. There's connections. Bring him to Philly. Bring him but to Philly. you want Pickett over Hertz? Yes, I do. They're not 11 and five with Pickett. No, they're probably 13 and four with Pickett. What league are they playing in? In the NFC. <laughs> I don't know, Dominating man. Dallas. Pickett got benched for Mason Rudolph. Pickett did. Mike Tomlin is going to ruin this kid. He got hurt. He was. He's micromanaged. He micromanaged by by Matt Canada. Matt Canada's out. Then they started going ahead and you know he threw it for over four hundred yards when Matt Canada left. So, you you can't put restraints on him. Plus, you have to gel. You can't force anything. You got to gel, man. He wants to be in Philly. Send him to Philly. He'll gel. It's a win-win situation. Jalen Hurts is from Dallas, man, or from Houston. The dude, the dude, he's only there because the fans want him there. Well, these guys don't have to play for the teams they rooted for. And listen to the guy that said Patrick Mahomes is lucky. There's idiots (laughs) out there. You know, there's idiots. I know. 
My goodness, Patrick Mahomes has proven himself. <laughs> he's, he's not lucky, man. He, he's, he's proven himself. He's probably the best QB in the league. If, you it, hey, if you want Kenny Pickett, trade A.J. Brown for someone else. If you want Kenny Pickett, okay, wait, give, wait, him, wait. give him like Quez Watkins or wait something. Wait a second. Chris, did you call, did you call Zach Gelb like two days, like a day and a half ago? Did you call him man, on Thursday? Or is I've this the call, caller? I've been I've been calling everybody. I've been okay. calling Pittsburgh, right. so- I've been calling WIC. I've been calling everybody, man. <laughs> Have you gotten any good responses? None. Because idiot. <laughs> so Zach Gelb tweets, just had a caller on CBS Sports Radio tell me that Kenny Pickett needs to be brought into the QB room in Philadelphia, and that he legit got mad at me when I asked him if he was related to Kenny. So that's this call, Chris, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not related to Kenny. I just followed the kid. Who got me to fall on the kid was um, Harry Roseman, man. He went over and looked at Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell when they played each other, uh, Pitt versus uh, uh, North Carolina. And I looked at him, I'm like, oh, man, this dude's pro. You know, he could throw. He, you know, he could run any type of formation. Um, the, dude can, the dude can play the, the position. And I, ever since I followed him, I went over down to uh, Vegas, and I'm going to go down this during the Super Bowl. I went down to Vegas, made a big-ass sign, saying all I want for Christmas is Kenny Pickett, Eagles all over. It was on the TV, but I'm sure they ignored it. I was about to pay $5,000 so I could beat up front with the commissioner and all that so I can get it on TV, but I know they probably would have told me to take the sign down or whatever. But yeah, I want him in Philly, man. He's going to change. He would change the organization. I promise you. And, yeah, he uh, would change yeah. it. He would. They'd be bad. No, they wouldn't. That's your <laughs> opinion, but they wouldn't. All right. Anyway, I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks. This poor guy. He's he's trying to get to the front row of the draft. He's trying to he's trying to get his thoughts on, and you got schmucks like me just laughing at him. I, I respect Chris's conviction in that. Like, oh, he, I respect his conviction. I've never heard I, that kind of conviction. Well, I mean, do you it, think it, if, if 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 Kenny Pickett, Shep, if, if Kenny Pickett got a phone call from his agent, and they said Kenny? You're going to Philadelphia. He'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> right? Okay, well, what what did I get traded for? Just curious, right?" AJ Brown. He'd be like, "All right, you're joking." Yeah. So Kenny, it's... Kenny has been a decent quarterback. Trade him Greg Ward or something. Do right. they still have him? I Man, mean, he's, he's 14 and 10. The problem is, he's not. He's not a difference maker. I need right a now. cigarette. Right. Right. He's, I don't even smoke. Right. He's not. He's not a difference maker. Um, you can't bl- you can't blame Matt Canada. You can't blame Mike Tomlin or Mason Rudolph. Who doesn't win a game since 2019, and then all of a sudden down the stretch goes three and nothing to get them into the postseason. It- it's not. I mean, Kenny Pickett is going to be nothing to write home about. He's not going to be a star in this league. And I know Jalen Hurts had an off year, but he's still a runner up for MVP. He's still a guy that outplayed Patrick Mahomes on the biggest stage, minus one turnover. They would never make that trade in a billion years. I still want to know what was up with the Eagles in that play calling. I, I'm still, I'm still very um, curious about what happened there. They, they wouldn't do the tush push. They had a, they had a third, correct, and two at their own 44 on their first drive, and they threw out a shotgun. It's a really weird time in Philly, like like m- minus the Mike McCarthy, you know, fiasco, which we all know he's well. I can't say I can't speak for you. I know you've backed off that position. Most of us believe he's not the guy 
long-term for Dallas. Most of us believe he's a great regular season coach. He can't get done in the postseason. But in terms of Philly, it is really weird how we get these two reports. One on Nick Sirianni all but gone, yet he's not gone. And then Jason Kelsey's going to retire, but he won't retire. Something is really weird there. I don't know what Howie Roseman is thinking. I don't know what Jeffrey Lurie is thinking, but it's really confusing and confounding to me what's going on when it seems so obvious that Nick Sirianni is clearly not the guy there. Clearly not the guy. And yet there's been no move made. I don't know what they're doing behind closed doors, Bart, if they're trying to, if they don't know if they're going to get Harbaugh, they don't know they're going to get Belichick, they don't know they're going to get someone like Ben Johnson, but something's got to give. And it's just weird how all these reports are coming out, but nothing's actually happening. Yeah, I, I'm, again, another case where it's like you think that you've seen the guy's last game and somehow he's still there. I found the quote I was looking for, but I don't know which one's real. Gotcha. Um, so the quote I was looking for is, I believe luck is preparation meeting opportunity. If you hadn't been prepared when the opportunity came along, you wouldn't have been lucky. And that's attributed to Oprah Winfrey. But then I also see a smaller version of that quote that says, luck is when an opportunity comes along and you're prepared for it. And it's attributed to Denzel Washington. So I don't know who said it, but that's, you know what? I'm going to make a new graphic and put it on the internet. Luck is preparation meeting opportunity. Bart Winkler, Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. 855-212-4227. Let's get to Rolando in San Diego. Hey, man. How's it, how's it going? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, just, uh, I'm a Chargers fan, and uh, uh, we're not uh, in the playoffs this year. You know, we're, we're going to have a high draft pick, and uh, we're hoping that we uh, we get a good uh, coach like, uh, like Jim Harbaugh or Belichick, but uh, we'll see. Well, the reason I'm calling is because uh, I want to talk about the Lions. Uh, as a Chargers fan, you know, uh, I, I relate with the Lions. You know, um, I feel their pain. Uh, they, they've never won the Super Bowl. So, uh, I, as a, as a Chargers fan, I, I kind of want to go for the Lions, and I and I, I think they're uh, they're going to do well, you know, and hopefully they go all the way. We'd like to see an underdog like the Lions to go all the way, and they're playing at home. Uh, the next game against Tampa, and I like their chances. It was great to see, uh, you know, the city of Detroit and uh, people like Eminem at the game ruining them on. And I think it would be beneficial for the Lions to uh, win the Super Bowl. It'd be good for their economy and uh, for morale overall. Well, so far they've got that accomplished. Uh, Rolando, thanks for the call. They've got that accomplished. They've got the win they got the weight off their shoulders this season will forever be a success and it could be like you've seen some of these teams before and forgive me for constantly referencing uh the packers but like with brett Favre back in the mid 90s they won a playoff game got to a divisional round they won a couple playoff games got to the championship round and then the next year they finally got to the super bowl so we could see a progression like that in Detroit or with them having Tampa Bay, a team that they can beat, have beaten, can beat again. They might have to go to San Francisco. I don't think they'll be scared of that. They'll be underdogs, but I don't think they'll be afraid. 
potentially Green Bay comes, which I saw a podcast with the St. Brown brothers, Equinemius and Amon-Ra, and they didn't want to play Green Bay again with how well they played them at Thanksgiving. But if you're in the NFC right now, I mean, and this is maybe why the spreads are so high and why you might see some games that aren't that close is where are the, where are the really elite teams? How many teams are elite right now? Like if I gave you, if I said you get the Ravens and the Niners to win the Super Bowl and I get the rest and the winner gets 500 bucks, no one would say, oh, can I have your six instead? You would take your teams. You've got, you've got the two number one seeds. You've got the two really elite teams that we have in the NFL right now. Sure, Buffalo is good and Kansas City is good and, you know, all these teams are good. They're, good. They're the final eight. They're the top 25% of the league, but it is stacked towards those top teams. So can another team kind of crawl over everybody else on their way up the top of the pyramid here and then just get that one-on-one fight with the, with a San Francisco or with a Baltimore? And, and, you know, any given Sunday, sure. Detroit, I think, is a good opportunity in front of them. We'll see what happens. 855-212-4227. Much more on this. We're taking kind of a... A big look at the NFL divisional round. We can focus more on the Buffalo-Kansas City game as well. I just am kind of just trying to figure out, too, what other game might see an upset. Because Kansas City, of course, might upset Buffalo. It's a two-and-a-half point. These teams are relatively even. Um, Buffalo, you know, they're going to be without Gabe Davis again. So what guys are they going to get involved in the passing game? Can they get something out of James Cook? Um, What will Josh Allen do in the red zone? Patrick Mahomes, who is he going to throw to? Is Travis Kelsey going to play at 100% uh, and not jog on some of these routes? So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Very interesting. Excited to hear more from you guys, the NFL fan. 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I think road games kind of fit the mold and our identity of this team. Uh, backs against the wall in a different environment, just uh, only counting on each other. And so I think it just it fits who we are. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart. CBS Sports Radio, Baker Mayfield and the Buccaneers heading to Detroit. We'll see what they can do this weekend. We're talking about upsets and outside of the Chiefs' bills because that's probably the most ripe for an upset. Outside of that one, which other game could we find one in? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. You give my Packers a shot, Shep? Of course, because you have a great quarterback. The question that I would have for you, and I know we kind of talked about this during the break, is you're a year removed from Aaron Rodgers. Everybody knows... He's too talented of a quarterback, and you had too much weapons on the Packers to only reach one Super Bowl in the Aaron Rodgers era. What would it mean to you, and every Packers fan, I should say, if they were to win a Super Bowl the year Aaron Rodgers finally leaves town in Jordan Love's first year as the quarterback? What would that mean to your franchise and you personally? Um, I think it would be funny. I would laugh. 
hysterically. I think it would be the funniest thing that's ever happened in my life. Yeah, for sure. You can't you you can't rule it out. Like I, I mean, I'm not saying it's likely, but we've no one had the Giants. No one had the Giants winning in '07. Nobody. You know what I mean? And, um, and so the, like, and even the Packers in 2010. But those kind correct. of years, like those kind of years, it's there's there's so many. So after 2010, the Packers have been in the playoffs a bunch, and there's been some real high profile, crazy losses. And you feel like winning a Super Bowl after all those. It's like, all right, there was a, we went through the, you know, journey. It, if, if the Packers win a Super Bowl this year, right, it's going to be like Aaron Rodgers got to the top of Mount <laughs> Everest, but then right before he plants his flag, he slips all the way down. Sure. This year, it's going to be like we just got in a helicopter and went up to the top. It's like, wow, we didn't do anything. Yeah, like I mean, you think of teams like like the Steelers and Big Ben in his second year. You think of certainly Rodgers and the run he had. Um, and and you know, listen, nobody had the nobody had the Patriots winning in one. Nobody. That was an zero and two team. That was an zero and two team looking to go nowhere. And then Brady gets in for Bledsoe. Bledsoe gets hurt. We all understand what happened. Tuck rule and all that. But Brady was Brady. Even Brady wasn't a great quarterback his his first year. He wasn't. He was really good, but he wasn't great. There was debate as to who would be the starter in the AFC Championship game. So even when they went back to the Super Bowl, they weren't exactly sure who would be the starter. So Jordan Love is much better in his first year than Brady was in his first year. I'm not ruling it out that the Packers can't win a Super Bowl. They're not the favorites, but I'm not ruling it out. Oh man, I can't even like I can't even think of it as a realistic thing that could happen. And you know how they began the season. I mean, and you've said it. That game on Thanksgiving in Detroit turned everything around for them. They realized they could play right now with the big boys. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Uh, J Mo's in Wisconsin. What's up, man? Bart, you're the raw sugar in my cafe Olay. You know that. I was gonna say the same to you. I knew, I knew you were. Uh, you remember the first hour of your show? I think you might. You were there. No, I mean I barely do. Anyway, you had a caller asking about the uh, cook-your-own-steak steakhouse by the airport in Milwaukee. Oh, you remember what it was? It was prime quarter, mm. and it, it it was not as great a concept as it may sound. You could uh, stand around with a bunch of people picking their nose and uh, placing slabs of meat on a grill. But one thing they had was like a three-quart pot of garlic butter right by the grill with a bunch of like number two paintbrushes inside of it so you could baste your own garlic uh, french bread and invariably some kid would come along and pull a paintbrush out and just start flicking the garlic <laughs> all over the grill and yeah you know, I mean open flame and garlic butter equals uh, Lost eyebrows. So, and you know, there's people out there that are like, "I hate the self checkout lane because if they're going to make me bag my own groceries, why don't they pay me to do it?" Uh, Ten years ago, they're at this restaurant cooking their own meal. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can cook your entire meal. You know, he paid fifty bucks for the privilege. <laughs> well, there were a, there were some pizza shops like that. There was like a little trend for a while. 
And then there was a trend. Uh, I don't know. There might be still some shops that do this across the country. But specifically where I was at one point, there was this place that was like, we're going to make sure your pizza is super fresh. We're going to bake it in the car on the drive over. And then they would come and your pizza would be scalding hot and like also a mess because the all the equipment's rattling around this van. And they're like, uh, here you go. And then you just like call Domino's. So the business model was to bake the pizza in a van. They baked the it in the car on the way. So wow. it would guarantee freshness. Yeah. In a... <laughs> it's capitalism. Wow. That 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 is why America's great. Because if someone's got that idea and wants to put their life savings into it, by all means, you can. Hmm. A pizza food truck. There. Now, 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 you, now you get a side hustle. Yeah. What what's up? Uh Oh. Pack Oh yeah, Packers. Yeah, they're they're going to be playing and stuff. But you know, the one caller about the Chiefs Bills. Um, I think he mentioned the fact that the Chiefs weren't going to be ready for the weather in Buffalo except for the fact that they just played the fourth coldest game in NFL history. So I don't think they're going to be too phased by the environment in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I should have had that one on my tongue. You're you're hired as a writer to the Bart Winkler show. Oh, what does that pay? Uh, it's it's just a it's just a free job. It's like an internship. Oh, it's an internship that works out well. Does it give college credit though? Um, online college, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. University of uh, New Hampshire South, uh, here I come, then. Yeah. Always well, a pleasure, yeah. Bert. Good, yeah, 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 let's do a Midwest goodbye here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you betcha, Dur. Hey. Yeah, I'll see you around the corner there, hey, all right? Oh, uh, you know it. Uh, and uh, don't don't get too hammered after the Packer game, there. Well, it'll be, JMO, thanks, buddy. It'll be about 24 hours from now that we'll know. The results of the Ravens, Texans, Niners, Packers, and just what the fallout is on it. It's not as exciting as what the fallout was from some of these wildcard games. If the Dallas lost, are they going to fire their coach? Guess not. Eagles, what's up? No one knows. But if Green Bay loses or Houston loses, you know, it's a good game. Now, if the Niners or the Ravens lose... There might be some discussion, but I don't. I don't think that the Niners move on from Kyle Shanahan or Brock Purdy. I don't think the Ravens move on from Lamar Jackson or uh, John Harbaugh. It's just we get to make fun of Lamar Jackson for not winning in the playoffs again, or we get to say, "See, I told you, Brock Purdy was bad." But nothing's really going to be happening that's concrete. Um, Bills maybe a different story. A lot of people talking before the season about a window closing. Although with what Sean McDermott has done in these last six weeks, I don't think he is going anywhere. Josh Allen's certainly fine. He is going to get a lot of MVP votes, maybe is a sleeper candidate to win that award. You've got uh, the Buccaneers. I mean, they're totally satisfied with what's up. Detroit is going to look at everything as a win. And then Kansas City, I mean, we could see, according to different theories, maybe a decision from Andy Reid, but other than that, uh, I don't think there will be anything too crazy coming out of the uh, finality of any of these games and the teams that are playing in them. Let's talk to Jonathan 
He's in his truck. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, guys. I am, yeah, I'm a tractor trailer driver. Um, one of the problems with Dallas is they have an arrogant complacency about being America's team still. Um, I predicted the pack would uh, beat them the day I heard that they were playing for the for the wild card. Everybody laughed at me. Um, <laughs> the pack, if if the Packers' end of the season is uh, any indication, then we're going to have a very strong uh, NFC North or Central division. With if the Bears can make a few choice picks, you got the Lions, the Packers, and the, and the Bears. You got the Northern Triumvirate going again. Of course, Minnesota's always Minnesota. Well, we don't know what they're going to like. We, what is Minnesota even going to look like? Is Kirk Cousins back? Is he going to team yeah. up with Bill Belichick somewhere? We don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the NFC the NFC North or Central, whatever they call it nowadays. You're um, right. You were right with the North. It's 20 okay. years. You're right. Yep. Yeah. It, it, they could, it could become the strongest division in the NFL. With the yeah, isn't that, isn't that weird to believe? Isn't that weird to think? Yeah, I mean, it could be like it could be like back in the you know back in the day. Um, your quote: Vince Lombardi was the person who originally said it. Luck is the meeting of opportunity and preparation. It was, it was Vince about, Lombardi. Yep, it was a platitude that Vince Lombardi quoted um, to the Packers when Bart Starr was the quarterback. And I know. All right. All right. All right. I didn't think that would rile him up. Jeez. All right. Shut things. There's, there's always one jackass. Well, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think. I, I don't think he meant to be. He just got riled up. I know, but come on, Jonathan, you're better than that. We give him another shot. I didn't. I didn't drop him, John. You, what do you think? No, you drop him. I you think... drop him. You drop okay, him. We could drop him. Got it. That's that's night, been a uh, that's been a that's been a long time Bart rule. You just I mean, you just drop them because then it's just uncomfortable. Then the whole time I'm waiting for another swear. No, I'm know? the idiot that never drops people. If someone curses, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they're actually gonna do it again. I'm gonna acknowledge that they cursed, and I'm gonna say I dumped you. So let's not do this again. Let's actually make sure that you're heard the next time and we don't have to waste 20 seconds of gibberish. And they usually don't curse again. Which maybe I'm an idiot for doing that. I don't know. No, I, you got your way. I got mine. There you go. I, I just know that when I have run a board and, um, <laughs> right. and, and had somebody curse once. Right. The the rest of the time, I'm not even listening to what they're saying. And there you go. You know who's you know who's on top of the dump even more than I am. Marco, Marco has an ear for this man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's very good at it. Yeah, because I'm a cursing linguist. As soon as I hear it, I know it's coming. <laughs> I can tell. Well, that's the thing, Marco. It's like I swear all the time. Uh-huh. Do you know how hard it is for me to do four hours and not swear? Yes, I'm well aware. Yeah, because it hasn't happened yet to me either. So knock on wood here. As soon as I, like, if I do, like, a podcast or something on the side, 
boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh my God. It's like, it's like they've all been saved up and I spit them out. I mean, I'll like sing in the shower and just be like, F, 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 You know? Well, yeah. So I, I just, that's part of My kid is four. He knows all of them. Oh, geez. He knows all of them. Because I, but we can only, now, we only say the F word when it's just us two crazy guys. Okay. That's what I, that's what I say. Well, you know, it's 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 funny. Moving on from the four-year-old cursing, uh, it's funny because Scott Farrell was on Howard Stern for like ten years, and that's all he did, and he used very raunchy language. And for him to make that transition to terrestrial radio, and every once in a while he would have to dump himself. We all know that, but for the most part, he kept it clean. And yeah, you remember the big sign that he wrote that he left in front of him? Right, yes. He had a big, Bart, he had a big sign yeah. that he left in the studio from day one. When we came in here, when we did the dry run, and it just had a big letters, he brought it in every day. By the time it was done, it was decrepit. It just said, don't curse. It was the only thing he had in front of him. It was the only thing he needed. Everything else was fine. Right, Bart, your best friend. And so your best friend can do it. I know you, I know you can mm-hmm. do it. I know you can do it. Yeah. But I, I have done it. Right, that's what I, Bart, I haven't heard you curse. I don't even think you curse off the air that much, by the way. I really, I don't think you've even cursed off the air. Um, Like, if we're talking off the air, we're talking through the machine, I don't, I don't know what's going I don't, I don't, I don't. No, I'm not going to do you dirty like that, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not saying the, you okay. will. I'm yeah. not saying you will. Yeah. No, he's saying he doesn't trust you, Shep. It's okay. That's you can say yeah. We all know. Yeah. We're family. It's yeah. all right. I'm not saying I, I'm sitting in Milwaukee. I don't know what is up. I don't know what's being. I don't know. No, the rule is when when you're off mic, you don't talk anything bad about the bosses or the corporation, but you can talk bad about people and you can curse, <laughs> but you just can't say anything bad about. Well, your I have talked bad about people with okay. you. I haven't. <laughs> I've done most of the bad talking. In fairness, so <laughs> I'm just like, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I'm recording you back here. Oh, okay, all, all right. Um, if you like, if you curse. Okay, call again the next day. Right, we're not going right. to ban you right. forever. But right. look, I got to do four hours without. Oh, it would be so good to just swear right here. It would be it was ever such a thing. joke. Here's I want thing. to do so but, bad. But here's the, here's the amazing thing: you can swear. The, you like literally, you can swear right now. I mean, I don't know. Don't do it. But I'm saying, in theory, don't do it. Uh, okay, but no, yeah, no. Right. But in theory, you can do it. And the next thirty seconds, it's as if it didn't exist because I have three dumb buttons. So the only ones that are going to hear you are you, me, Marco, and 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 everyone waiting on hold on the call line right now. And and they're going to pretend they're they're good people. They're not going to pretend they heard it either. So it would just it's it's just it's such a comedic goldmine to just start swearing right now. It's so, so yeah. I'm going to stop talking. Well, for the record, I'm saying don't. But in theory, if you did it, you could get away with it. Is what I'm saying. And I'm going to. I just, just, Marco, just do the update. I need to stop talking. Here's Marco Belletti. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. I hurt myself today. To see if I still feel. From a pass rush perspective, you you learn, you know, you kind of you kind of get the feel of, of the guys you go against and stuff like that, and you kind of get a feel for you know some of their plays and and how they run and just their physicality and yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely advantageous, I think. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio. It's Aiden Hutchinson of the Detroit Lions. They've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This weekend, I'm Bart Winkler. Shep's here. Marco Belletti 
and more of your calls on the weekend that is to come. One uh, note, the Lakers have lost to the Nets. Tough loss for the Lakers, 130-112. to LeBron James, at the beginning of the show, I had predicted, would score 40 points as kind of an homage to SI's downfall because he was on that cover, the chosen one, and I thought if he had a big night tonight, people would tweet that cover and say LeBron did it for SI. Instead, he um, did give a tribute to SI by starting out pretty good and then completely fading into irrelevancy. Um, In a positive note, he did, and I don't know if anyone's talking about this, but with his 20... Um, four points tonight. He did break again the NBA all-time scoring record. He did it tonight. He broke it. Um, <laughs> he did it in all he, four quarters. Yeah, he, he he did. He broke it. Let's see. He took nine shots, four free throws. He broke it 13 times tonight. He broke the record. So people don't really talk about that as much. Um, but he we what we saw tonight, we never saw before. It was a record-breaking performance. 855-212-4227. Eric is in Texas. Hello, Eric. Hey, Bart. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. What's up? Yeah. Hey, um, I don't know what to say about that championship not counting for us, uh, the Detroit Lions in the 50s, man. That breaks me to the – that breaks my heart, man. No, we were just – we were just joking about yesterday. Shep was being all funny about NFL championships. I know. I was laughing when he said interesting. <laughs> he was he was quiet about it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, as you being a Packers fan and me being a Lions fan, we, hey, we don't want to see uh, Lamar Jackson go to the Super Bowl because he's like twenty nine and one against the NFC in his career. I mean, that's a problem. First of all, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, but uh, I'm calling the Lions out, and uh, this is why I say why. That's my team, but the, this is what hurts me. Uh, they were tied with San Fran for the number one seed in the Thanksgiving game, and we get smoked by the Packers. And then uh, San Francisco ends up losing as well that weekend. So here we go again. All we got to do is beat the Bears, and uh, they smoke us. And um, there goes the one seed, and we didn't even get the two seed. So, uh the Lions can choke in pressure, man, and uh, it scares me because uh, I'm a diehard Lions fan. Um, but that and uh, this Puka Nakua, I've watched college ball really closely, and he smoked the Lions defense, man. He looked like a samurai sitting on the sidelines like he was mad. I'm like, I'm, I don't remember this guy in college, but he's like the best rookie of all time, and Mike Evans is going to – is probably going to do even worse the line. So I, I don't, I'm just nervous. What do you think? Well, I, I think the Buccaneers have a puncher's chance. Uh, I think the lions are probably, you know, they're the favorite for good reason. Uh, I know that Detroit fans might be bummed that they don't have the one seed, but the positive of that is it, they are likely to win this weekend. And then they're, if they don't win the super bowl, their next loss won't come at least at home. So you'll either lose on the road or, uh, in the Super Bowl, so that that's fine. That's a that's a positive, right? I agree. I hope I hope the Packers come uh, and whoop the Forty ers so that uh, the Lions can get a, a third home field game. That would be awesome. 
Well, so I don't know what's going to happen if Detroit goes up to San Francisco, but if Green Bay has to go to Detroit, Green Bay is going to win. Huh. <laughs> you think no? so, huh? I, I don't know. I, I think five, six weeks ago I saw Green Bay go to Detroit and win. I can't see that again. Well, I believe, I remember that they split during the season, though, right? Yeah, but Jordan Love's also never lost to a team he's faced before. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a true stat? That's a true stat. It's, it, it's, it applies to, like, four teams, but it is a true stat. Okay, I might have to root for the 49ers. I thought I'd have to root for the Packers for the first time in my life, but I think I, that's going to change. No, yeah, okay. So you have you have the you have the game the next day, so you actually will have to root for someone. Because yes. one of the things about the playoffs is like if your team loses, I remember, I've seen enough Packer games where they lost in the NFC Championship. I didn't even watch the AFC game after that. I was just like, I went to bed. Screw <laughs> this. This sucks. Well, good luck uh, this weekend at least, and then we'll see what happens. All right, same to you, sir. Have a good night. All right, Eric, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. Uh, more on your calls coming up as we get into the final hour of the show for the night and for the week. Amy Lawrence, uh, not in tonight, it's Hickey, Ryan Hickey, coming up in about an hour. One note I did want to also say, uh, Josh Hader, how about that? Josh Hader signing a massive contract today with the Houston Astros. He is 29, I believe. Five-year, $95 million contract. The Astros are the team that he was on before he got traded to Milwaukee. He started with the Orioles, wound up in Houston, went to Milwaukee, then the Padres, and now back to Houston, only this time, instead of paying him whatever the minimum was, they are giving him five years, $95 million. No deferrals, no Shohei Otani-type money here. It's the largest present-day value contract for a relief pitcher in baseball history big signing there still a real like drawn out hot stove season in baseball for whatever reason 855-212-4CBS more coming up I'm Bart Winkler we'll talk to you next CBS Sports Radio This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.